0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone is having an amazing day. Your boy is off to a very slow start, but hey, we're starting. We're about to get out of here. Need to get my car serviced. Just a simple oil change, tire rotation. These are all things I could do myself, but, uh, yeah, I live in a, uh, a place where it's not really good to do that. So, mm. plus I really don't like doing that stuff. <laughs> oh man. I oh, sometimes I feel like such the big P word, uh, it's like when I say P, I gotta clarify like pansy, not the other one. Um, not that pansies is a great word either, but anyway, y'all know what I mean. Like, I, whew, me and manual labor uh, don't really get along. I look at other guys that are able to do all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, man, I wish I was wired that way. But at the same time, guys that are. Wired that way. They got all kind of issues. Like, talk to a guy like that is the manly man at age about 50, 60. And they got back issues, all kind of. They've had to have multiple surgeries on different body parts. I'm like, mm. It would be nice to be handy. But also, uh, I like to have a good quality of life when I enter my 50s and 60s. If that's God's will for me to live that long. So, Anyway, uh that was a trade off to everything. Uh I do need to like for real start working out, man. Get get bulk up a little bit before the summertime. Um I don't necessarily want to bulk up, I just wanna be like rip like like Bruce Lee. Anyway, alright, before this recording is really weird. Let's go. Colossians. Be like Wata. <laughs> uh, Colossians chapter one. Now I want to watch a Bruce Lee movie. Are some Bruce Lee highlights? Or some just Bruce Lee clips? Uh, Colossians chapter one. Thankfulness for spiritual attainments. Paul, an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed by the will of god and timothy our brother to the saints and faithful believers in christ who are at colossi grace to you and peace inner calm and spiritual well-being from god our father we give thanks to god the father of our god our lord jesus christ as we pray always for you for we have heard of your faith in christ jesus how you lean on him with absolute confidence in his power wisdom and goodness and of the unselfish love which you have for all the saints God's people because of the confident hope of experiencing that which is reserved and waiting for you in heaven you previously heard of the hope and the message of truth the gospel regarding salvation which has come to you indeed just as in the whole world the gospel is constantly bearing fruit and spreading by God's power just as it has been doing among you ever since the day you first heard of it and understood the grace of God and the truth in truth, becoming thoroughly and deeply acquainted with it. You learned it from our representative Epaphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf. And he also has told us of your love, well grounded and nurtured in the Holy Spirit for this reason. Since the day we heard about it, we have not stopped praying for you, asking specifically that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom, with insight into his purposes and in an understanding of spiritual things. So that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, displaying admirable character, moral courage and personal integrity to fully please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing in the knowledge of God with deeper faith clearer insight and fervent love for his precepts. We pray that you may be strengthened and invigorated. I like that word. Invigorated with all power, according to his glorious might, to attain every kind of endurance and patience with joy. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints, God's people, and the light. The The incomparable Christ, for he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness, and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. We have been rescued from the dominion of darkness and been transferred to the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, honestly. I'm like, God. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritually, yes, I have been transferred into the kingdom of, from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Physically, I am surrounded by darkness, this world just waking up every day. I'm like, "Up, oh, here we go. Here's another day in darkness, this world. I mean, there's bright spots, especially when you get around other Christians filled with light. This world is getting darker and darker and darker by the day. In whom we have redemption because of his sacrifice resulting in the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation of sin's penalty. Yes, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, turn to him and live in a life of repentance. From the moment you call on the name of the Lord, and accept him in your heart. sins are forgiven a or the or the penalty for that sin has been canceled verse 15 he is the exact living image the essential manifestation of the unseen god the visible representation of the in, invisible the firstborn the preeminent one the sovereign and the originator of all creation for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth things visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created and exist through him that is, by his activity and for him. So it's like, sometimes I think about that. God, he even created the devil before he came. The, and you knew that he eventually he would become the devil before he came the devil? And you knew that demons would exist? My dad used to say sometimes he felt like God and the devil were like in cahoots with one another. Inca Hoots, that's an old club in St. Louis. My brother know, knows about Inca Hoots. All right, verse 17. And he himself, I remember going there as a teenager. Or vaguely, I remember going there with my brother. I don't think I was supposed to be there, though. And he himself existed and is before all things, and in, all, in him all things hold together. His is the controlling cohesive force of the universe. He is also the head, the life source and leader of the body, the church. and He is the beginning, the firstborn for the dead so that he himself will occupy the first place. He will stand supreme and be preeminent in everything. For it, it, it pleased the Father for all the fullness of deity, the sum total of his essence, all his perfection, powers, and attributes to dwell permanently in him, the Son, and through the intervention of the Son to reconcile all things to himself, making peace with believers through the blood of his cross, through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Verse 21, and although you were at one time estranged and alienated and hostile-minded toward him, participating in evil things, yet Christ has now reconciled you to God in his physical body through death in order to present you before the Father holy and blameless beyond reproach. I love that word, blameless. (laughs) We live in a world where people are constantly trying to Find someone to blame for this or for that. And here Jesus says, you are blameless. And he will do this if you continue in the faith, well-grounded and steadfast, not shifting away from the confident hope that is a result of the gospel that you have heard, which, has, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven and of which gospel I, Paul, was made a minister. Now, see, here's the thing. It says, and he will do this if, if you continue in the faith, well-grounded and steadfast. It's like, okay, what about those who don't continue in the faith, who aren't all well-grounded and steadfast and shipped away? And then it gets into this whole debate whether or not they were saved in the first place. And if you can lose your salvation. That's a scripture to that, that y'all can go read commentary on that. It's, there's debates over this. Like, can someone lose their salvation? <clears throat> anyway, there's a bunch of scriptures that support that it is impossible to lose your salvation. Just even just go to read Romans. Life, no death, nor anything created can separate us from his love. <clears throat> um, he gets going on this whole philosophical conversation about this because then it's like hmm what is anyway i'm not gonna go there just keep going verse 24 now i rejoice in my sufferings on your behalf i personally yet believe that you can't lose your salvation there's many christian leaders who agree with that statement there's a lot of christian leaders who think you can but then the question is who's doing the saving then us or him Oh, the whole yeah, once saved, always saved debate. That's the tribulation and yeah, rapture pre yeah pre trib post trib, rapture, and yeah, once saved, always saved. Those are like some of the biggest debates. Oh yeah, whether or not the gifts of the spirit are for the day or they are just for a appointed period of time. Those are some like the hottest debates in Christianity. And we'll probably always be until the end. Until we check up out of here. And then, we'll, then we'll all just be sitting around and be like, oh, none of us were right. <laughs> I have a feeling because only God knows it all. Like, anyway, he only he knows how everything will play out. So now I rejoice in my sufferings on your behalf. And, it, and with my own body, I supplement whatever is lacking on our part of Christ's afflictions on behalf of his body, which is the church And this church i was made a minister according to the stewardship which god entrusted to me for your sake so that i might make the word of god fully known among you that is the mystery which was hidden from angels and mankind for ages and generations but has now been revealed to his saints god's people i'm sure now the angel's like hold on (laughs) you keeping secrets god (laughs) eager revealed to these humans? I thought we were cool, God. We were homies. I stayed with you from the beginning. The third they left you. I've been by your side from the jump, the other two thirds. Like, how you gonna keep secrets from us from us, God? <laughs> oh man, especially was it the Arch Arch an Archangel? Was it Michael? No. God in his eternal plan chose to make known to them how great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery. which is Christ in and among you, the hope and guarantee of realizing the glory. We proclaim him, warning and instructing everyone in all wisdom that is with comprehensive insight into the word and purpose of God, so that we may present every person complete in Christ, mature, fully trained and perfect in him, the anointed. For this I labor often to the point of exhaustion, striving with his power and energy, which is so greatly, which so greatly works within me. All right, y'all, here we go. Uh, I will read the rest of Colossians later because I really need to get going. At least I might read it. I might read it while I, uh, I might do some recordings while I'm at getting my car work done. We'll see. All right, I'll holler y'all. Deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans five a says, "But God demonstrated His love toward us, or showed His love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us." Romans ten verse nine through ten says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised Him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe. We will be saved, for with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans ten verse thirteen says that whosoever anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from Him and you would like to rededicate your life to Him, you can just simply say, "Dear God, I know I'm a sinner."